Hello everybody, it is Ava, your host. I'm so excited to be coming back with another episode. Um, if you are taking notes, go ahead and get your um, your phone. I highly suggest the notepad because it's so much easier. Um, and right down at the top, Jesus has given us authority. So before we get started, I just want to um, open us up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful day. I pray that every person that's listening to right now, God, will just open their hearts, God. They will soften their hearts to hear your word, God. They will soften their hearts to hear your truth, God. They will see your light and feel your presence. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So something so heavy that has been on my heart is stepping into what the Lord has for me and for you. Like just stepping to what the Lord has for you. And what I mean by this is there is a call on each and every person's life. Like evangelist, preacher, pastor, um, pantry worker, stuff like that. And I truly believe that this is a generation of world changers and leaders. The Lord has a calling on each and every person's life. It is a time for people to start stepping into it. Some Bible verses that pertain to this is step it that pertain to stepping into what the Lord has for us is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I'll give you guys a few seconds to grab your Bible and go ahead and open up to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Okay. So if you need to pause it to find it, that's okay. But I'm going to go ahead and read it. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. And that was Jeremiah 29, 11, if you want to write that down. And then 2 Thessalonians 11 through 12, or sorry, 2 Thessalonians 1, 11, 12. Or second, yeah, I don't know, sorry. 2 Thessalonians 1, 11 through 12. My bad. To this end, also we pray for you always, that our God will count you worthy, count you worthy of your calling, and fulfill every desire for goodness and work of faith and power. So the name of our Lord Jesus will be glorified in you, and you in Him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm struggling with that one because it's just I feel like it's tongue twister. So those are two of my favorite Bible verses because it talks about how we need to have trust and faith in what the Lord has for us. Both of them do. They're just like, he has plans for you. You're going to glorify God. Um, Like, come on, just walk in it. Like, the Lord got your back. He got your six. So often these days, I feel like we see so many believers or quote-unquote Christians because I'm starting to be like, "Mm, you say you love Jesus. You ain't walking the walk and you ain't talking the talk. You ain't living for him. They don't share the gospel because they are they are worried of what people will think of them. That's why I put quote-unquote Christians because if you're living for Jesus and you don't care what people think, but if you're a quote-unquote Christian or you're a believer of God, but you don't know him, like you know him knowledgeably, but you don't know him in your heart, then you're truly worried about what people will think. You're worried about sharing the gospel, telling people about Jesus, your testimony, sharing his word. You're scared to worship, like... Truthfully, the only person that should be judging is Jesus, not anybody else. So if you're judging, you got heart issues and you're out of line. But if you're having worry in your heart and you're being all, I don't want to do that because you're, you're like, what will people think about me? Then you also got a heart issue. Philippians 4, 6 says, pray about everything and worry about nothing. That is probably my favorite verse ever. 
Um, I love Philippians. It's my favorite book besides John. Uh, people need to start applying that Bible verse to their lives because it's God's word. If we aren't applying God's word to our lives as individuals, then we are be, we are being disobedient to what he says. And we're being disobedient to God because he's telling us to worry about nothing and pray about everything. And if we're worrying about everything and we are not praying and we're not applying his word to our life besides that verse, then we are being disobedient to what he says. We need to stop worrying about what people will say and start thinking and doing kingdom work. Like, hello, we need to step into the authority and calling Jesus has for each and every one of us as individuals and as a group because we have to step into unity and take that authority and walk in it. So this is a really good time to take notes because I got Bible verses and yeah. My first point is trusting in the authority God has given me. So I put me because, like, when I'm reading this, I'm I'm like, I'm trusting the authority God has given me. And you should trust in the authority that God has given you. So a, a really big part, in my opinion, of stepping into what the Lord has called you to is trusting in the authority that he has given Romans 13, 1 through 3 says, Let everything be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. That The authorities that exist have been established by God. This Bible verse establishes that the Lord has given us the authority to do anything. He has literally given us the authority to share the gospel, cast out demons and devils, and literally he has given us the authority to walk in the authority. He has given us the authority to step into our calling. And that is my next point. But before I move on. To, um, before I move on to my second point. Stepping into the authority that the Lord has given to me. Is I want everyone to repeat after me. I have the authority Jesus has given me. So I love that. And when I was writing this down. I didn't even think about the song that this went with. And I was like. You are my champion. Giants fall when you stand undefeated. That song, I love when Dante Bowen and Bethel Music sing it. But like, it literally says, I have the authority Jesus has given me when I open up my mouth and I shout, miracles start breaking out. Like, come on, walk in that authority, step in that authority, talk in that authority. Put your calling in that authority. Like, come on. So my second point is stepping into the authority the Lord has given. Luke ten nineteen says, Now you understand that I have imparted you to my authority to trample over his kingdom. You will trample upon every demon before you and overcome every power Satan possesses. Absolutely nothing will harm you as you walk in this authority. I love this Bible verse because it specifically says nothing will harm you if you walk in this authority. Like what? The Lord has given us authority. Why are we not using it? Let's step into it and use it so we can start reaching people and casting demons out. Like, it is so easy to just walk in that authority when you have your life straightened out and you have your your walk set with Jesus. Like, it is so much easier when you are ready. So let's get ready to walk in that authority and step in it and trust the authority. The Lord did not give us authority to walk into for no reason. He did not just say, hey, here's the authority. You can walk in if you want to. You don't have to. Like, no, he wants us to walk into that authority that he has given us. 
He gave us the authority of reaching people so we can grow the kingdom. But we cannot grow the kingdom and do kingdom work if we aren't walking in the authority that he has given to us. So those are both my points that I feel are very important and are a big piece of what the Lord is calling us to do. I absolutely love the fact that so many people that I know and hang out with and that are around and just love like talking to are on fire for Jesus, but I'm so tired of it just being the people I'm around. I'm so tired of it just being the core of my youth group and the core people of my church. I want every single person in the world to be on fire for God. I want every single church, I want every single person to have revival in them. I want every person to be revived, but... Listen to this, listen to this. But not enough people are walking the authority that God has given for us to spread his word and help change the world. We are not walking the authority. I don't know how much more I can stress it. We have to walk in that authority. Everyone has a call on their life, whether it's to preach, evangelize, sing on stage, lead a pantry, or any other kingdom work. It is time for people to start stepping into their own authority as individuals. Everyone has the authority to spread the Lord in some way besides just sharing the gospel. And people need to start stepping into their individual calling, individual calling, because that's when we start changing the world. That's when we start leading people to Christ. When people are stepping into their authority and start having an influence on other people. We have to get rid of the lukewarm Christians, non-believers, and any other kind of belief system that is not aligned with God. Because there is a very real heaven and a very real hell. And I truly believe that the Lord is tired of us just sitting around and being okay with going to a 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m. service, going to that um, occasional 6 p.m. Sunday night prayer, that revival service that we just do because we're forced to go to, not really caring about what's going on, but hello, like, we do not just need to go to those services and move on with our life with no cure in the world to walk in and trusting the, oppor- I mean, the opportunity and authority that he has given us. Like, if you are surrounding yourself around people that are holding you back from stepping into your calling and authority of doing kingdom work, you need to rethink who you are hanging around. You need to ask yourself, Am I hanging around people who are going to help me in my walk and that are going to lead me to Christ and that will hold me accountable and love God just as much as I do and show up to church like before I do because they're so on fire? Or am I surrounding myself around people who want to go party on Friday nights, who want to go drink, who want to cuss, who want to surround themselves with witchcraft and all the other sin in the world if you are doing that like you need to rethink who you're hanging around you need to surround yourself with people who will walk in the authority with you and not bow down when they feel uncomfortable or worried about what people think or they're like oh it's getting too hard to keep up with this christian stuff well guess what i don't want to be a christian i want to be a woman of god i want i want you to want to be a man of god i want you to be a, a woman of god like We have to get out of the comfortability. Like, Lord, it's our comfort zone. We cannot keep being worried about what people think. Like, get Philippians 4, 6 in your mind. Jesus says to literally worry about nothing and pray about everything. The Lord is our comfort zone. Stop being worried and thinking, oh, this person's judging me. Like, I shouldn't do this. Like, you got to stop caring. 
it may be hard for you to part ways with a friend that you like and want to hang around, but if you are being a lukewarm Christian or completely backsliding towards the devil, you have to rethink who you are spending your time around because we don't have time to waste anymore. We don't. We have to step into the calling and authority we have so we can reach as many lost souls as we possibly can before the Lord comes back or that person dies. Here's a way you can part peacefully from friendships or relationships that are making you backslide. You ha- like you need to communicate. I realize you might just want to walk away, but you got to communicate how you're feeling towards this person or maybe it's all the people that you're talking to. Encourage them to pray about what they want their walk to look like and what it should like and if it does not align with God, all you can do is pray for that person and encourage them to follow Jesus. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. That's one of my favorite sayings. The best thing you can do is plant a seed in that person's life. And who knows? Like, maybe one day they will see how your life changed if you follow through with going and giving everything to God. And maybe they want to dip their toes in the water. And hey, who knows? Soon enough, they may could be jumping in headfirst into the water. Like, you could be that influence, even if it's hard at the moment. Like, overall, leaving a relationship or friendship that is holding you back is tough. But you should never, ever put a relationship before Jesus in heaven. Because, like I said, there's a very real heaven and a very real hell. And if you choose to put relationship in front of heaven, then you are probably, like, it's probably leading you to hell. And you don't want to be, you don't want to go to hell. You, like, I think you ought to be crazy if you want to go to hell. Excuse me for a minute. I want to go spend eternity with Jesus. I want to go spend eternity with all the other Jesus lovers. Like, come on. Come on. The best way, in my opinion, to go about parting ways is to is to communicate with them. Tell them how you feel, what you're wanting your um life to look like, what you want your walk to look like, that it's time for you to step in the authority, bring your Elijah out, and you need to surround yourself with them Elijahs. That already. You gotta encourage them though. And heck, you don't even got to part ways completely. You could be just be like, Hey girl, hey, hey man, I really love you, but I'm gonna put some boundaries in place. I'm gonna put some boundaries in place in our relationship because we want two different things. I really want to continue my walk with Jesus and I want to dive deeper. And hey, I know that's not what you want right now, but I'm gonna pray for you and I'm gonna pray that that is what you want eventually. I'm not going to make you or I'm not going to want something for you that you don't want. I can't make you want it. I'm going to want it for you. Actually, Sorry, I said that wrong. I'm going to want it for you, but I'm not going to make you. So when you're ready, you let me know and I'll be continually praying for you because your more prayer equals more power. So the more you pray for that person, the more power that it will have. Remember that, more prayer goes more power. I heard that as Eddie James Shift Conference. I love it. More prayer, more power. I want a tattoo that says that. Right on my forehead. More prayer, more power. <laughs> so yes. I like you can put boundaries in place in that situation. So you don't have to like you can still be around them, but you don't have to be pulled into the fickle ways of the world and temptation. You don't have to be around them and still, like, do the drinking, the partying, the cussing, all the non-heavenly things. 
you can still love that person and pray and encourage them. But if they are leading you to backslide, then you need to put boundaries in place because it, when you're ready to walk in the authority that the Lord has given you, there's no turning back and there's no stopping. So you can't be more consumed in a relationship or friendship. You need to be consumed and you need to be covered and saturated in the Lord's blood, the Lamb of God, because it is time to walk in the authority. I really hope each and every person enjoyed this episode, and I pray that each and every person applies it to their lives and walks and steps into what the Lord has called them to, and that they use the authority that He has given, because it is so powerful. So right now, I just ask that every person that heard this episode today will really push to have that authority in their life and start stepping into it, God, that they give you the trust, God, that they walk in faith, that they give you every single thing because faith is trust in you without knowing everything. So right now, God, I pray that this person knows that they are loved, God, that they are valued and that people see them for who they are. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Ava out. I pray that everyone has a good week and I will have another episode for you next week. Bye-bye.